0: Hey, Brandon and Jimmy, Josie has told me that the two of you are starting a podcast called Almost Got'em, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. Well, I am Diane Pershing, and I was the first and original voice of Poison
1: Ivy. So what I want to say to you is, you go get 'em, guys. I know you're going to be a smash. You're listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. And that was Diane Pershing. Brandon, you're at it again, aren't you, with this cameo? Okay. Oh yeah, and I'm not done yet, but you'll have to stay tuned to find out what I mean by that.
0: Well, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> now so I'm confused. we I'll start here. I'm
1: already <laughs> confused. <laughs> There's another one coming. Oh yes, yes, it's oh. gonna be uh, around episode thirteen or. 14. Oh, so we have
0: more coming down the road. Yeah,
1: yes, I thought yes. you meant for this episode. Oh no, I was no, like, is there no, another no.
0: person that you had in plan that
1: was gonna happen? No, there's only like three characters in this episode. Okay, okay, and I, think, and I think one of them, one or two of them, are dead.
0: Please tell me that we're gonna get Richard
1: Mall. He's not, on, not on there. I have He's looked, not, looked for him. I have. Bull looked for from Maul. is not on camera. I, I have looked for him. Give them time, though, because people show up on there every single week. I, ch- I check about once a month just to see who's on there and how much they are, just for funsies.
0: Maybe when the reboot for Night Court, I can't believe I'm saying that, but maybe when the reboot, because it's real, maybe when yeah, the reboot yeah. from Night Court comes out, we'll get Richard Mall on Cameo.
1: Yeah, uh, Melissa Roush will be on there, and she went a Harley Quinn at one point, so everything's connected here. That's and by the- right. And by the way, I am Brandon. Oh, and hi, I'm Jimmy, and this is the Almost Got em Podcast, and we are back at it again on this fine Sunday afternoon. We're back, and this time, uh, I'm not hungover. I was and, hungover
0: the last two uh, uh, last two of these podcasts we did, but I'm feeling fit as a fiddle this, today. Actually,
1: this is actually the first uh, podcast I'm doing sober right now. So. Yeah, for both of us. <laughs> for both of us, actually. Before we get going today, I have some hot topics I want to talk to you about. Oh, boy, that, hot topics. That kind of go hand-in-hand with Batman the Animated Series. Uh, okay. this past week uh, we have seen two Batman the Animated Series voice casting alumni do some pretty big projects uh, mm-hmm. the trailer for the upcoming uh, He-Man cartoon came out this past week with none other than the Joker himself Mark Hamill as the voice of Skeletor what do you think of that? Ha- what do you think of the trailer and what do you think of Mark Hamill's job as Skeletor?
0: I think it's a stellar looking trailer um, it's sort of Uh, very similar of if you were a fan of the uh, the 2000x uh, he-man series it kind of has the same kind of look as that Mm -hmm. a lot of the same same kind of character designs i do think it piggyback piggybacks off the old um the old filmation cartoon and continues some of those storylines um so i think it looks great uh i'm a he-man fan um i i can't believe that uh he-man is now trending it was this Topic that uh, wasn't spoken about a whole lot. Uh, Transformers and GI Joe always is, but He-Man is kind of like the the stepchild of those. So I, I think it looks great. Can't wait for it. Um, and uh, I, uh, Mark Hamill, I'm sure will make a great. Skeletor. I mean, I listen to it, and it's... It, it, I hear the Joker. I hear the I Joker. Hear
1: but I, I I like it, though. I like it. But it
0: it, it fits uh, for Skeletor. I think, it, I think he's a great choice.
1: And I know you're, like, a big fan of the original Skeletor voice. Yes,
0: I love Alan Oppenheimer, but, uh, you know, he's still around. I, I think he does a voice, actually. Alan Oppenheimer oh, is... Okay. Uh, I, I did see him in the list, so it's great that they got him back. I think he's one of the last... Uh, living voice actors of, of voice actors. I think he's like 102 <laughs> at this point, uh, so I'm glad he's in there. But I am really looking forward to the return of He Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually I want to check it out too. And uh, Kevin Smith is behind it to an extent. I don't know if he's writing for it, directing it, or just show running. But I well, I know he's a big fan of it, so we'll see what happens. I'm I'm excited for it. Another uh, voice alumni from Batman the Animated Series showed up in the. First episode of Loki this week on Disney Plus. Uh, Tara Strong did the voice of Miss Minutes. That's right. And I the, saw that. The uh, TVA video kind of gave me a Jurassic Park vibe uh, with that whole segment. Uh, Tara Strong, for those not in the know, was the voice of uh, Batgirl for a while, mm-hmm. and she also took over the voice of Harley Quinn when Arlene Arkin, um, Arlene Sorkin, mm-hmm. um she ret- when she retired playing Harley Quinn. So,
0: it was cool to see her name in the credits.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, Tara Strong did the voice. Oh, yeah,
0: she did the voice of the the, the thing that you said. Because it, like, it immediately clicked in there. Did you like the episode? Yeah, that was great. That thought yeah. it was great. It's a great way to start um, a Loki series and uh, delve into the character. And uh, Yeah, and I'm a fan of the character. So, yeah, I think it's great. I can't wait to see where that
1: where that goes. How many episodes are there? Six or seven? I think I actually do not know. I'm guessing, okay. My guess is about six. And I, okay. I know WandaVision, which is supposed to be eight. It turned out to be nine. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, my guess is six. Um, but enough about Marvel, let's go over to DC for Batman the Animated Series. We're going over Episode 9 of Batman the Animated Series, entitled Pretty Poison. Now, Pretty Poison aired for the first time on September 14th of 1992. It's directed by Boyd Kirkland and written by Paul Denny and Michael Reeves. And uh, this is the episode that where we get the debut of, of uh, poison ivy and Renee Montoya, but we're not going to really dive too deep in her because she only has like three lines in the whole thing. Not
0: a whole lot to say as far as in this particular episode. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, she. Uh, but her the the voice actress debuts with her this yes. time at least. Yes, but yeah, poison ivy this, one of the great villains of all time. Shows up for the first time in here. Are uh, uh, you a big fan of the poison ivy character?
0: Yeah, yeah, and this was probably my introduction. Uh, this was my Ivy? introduction
1: to her. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: I, I can't think of what else I would have uh, would have seen her in. So yeah, this would have been, and of course I've said this many times, but I was a young man, as a young boy at the time. So yeah, all of these uh, Femme Fatale characters are all burned into my brain, and there's no Femme Fatale quite like Poison Ivy in these shows. I think she is. Um, Number one with a bullet as far as the femme fatale role goes Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, she's also my
1: biggest crush from the series. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. know. There's just something about redheaded cartoons that I always have think are very pretty when I'm a kid. Uh, Ariel and Jessica Rabbit also got a on.
0: I think of the Tex Avery cartoons. They're always always the redheaded, the hot redhead on stage with the wolves. So, yeah, it all goes back to that. Uh, It's all baked into the the cake there.
1: Now, let's... I'm going to take a little bit of a deep dive into Poison Ivy, but first, I want to show you something that I brought, actually, and you're going to have to describe it to the listeners since they can't see what I'm showing you. Oh, I'm going to describe something. I am currently showing you, it's Batman 181, it's the first appearance of Poison Ivy.
0: Wow, look at that.
1: My uncle had a stack of comic books that he just randomly gave me about a little over a decade ago, and they were just... There was like a hundred something comics in mm-hmm. there. They were like not organized or anything. So you're just kind of looking through there. And I remember near the bottom, this one popped up. And I'm like, wait a minute. That one looks like, like an important issue. And I looked it up online. And I'm like, yep, that's the first appearance of Poison Ivy. June number 181. Now was this, was this, when, when was this? Was this 66? June of 1966. Okay. so Yeah, that, right. That the, a the, lot of bells for me. The exact year of the yeah. original Batman show. It's a kind of uh, hard to believe that she didn't show up on it.
0: Yeah, well, there's <laughs> there a lot of talk about that uh, in particular um, that she was supposed to. Um, I never find anything concrete about it, but um, that the, perhaps Marsha Queen of Diamonds, who is a character uh, that uh, uh, I can't who she was Marticia. why well, I can't think of her name. Can't think of actress name, but she played Marsha Queen of Diamonds uh, in Batman sixty six, and uh, she has a, she has the kiss gimmick with that poison ivy has and always thought like that is is that where they got that like they couldn't they didn't use poison ivy so for some reason maybe they thought it was the design i see here this would be easy to translate but maybe a little too provocative for 66 i don't know so maybe they just used that character instead of the poison ivy character i don't know i'm not sure
1: i tried to do a lot of research on it and yeah there's nothing really Mm -hmm. out there the only thing i could find it was on one of the wiki pages where they said, even though the character was around at the time, she wasn't a major villain until much, much later. Right. So they think that might be why. But yeah, her her costume is fairly similar mm-hmm. to what we see. Uh, she's got she has she's wearing the like the green corset where, that looks like it's full of fl- of leaves and whatnot. Um, and yeah, still very beautiful on the uh, cover. It says trouble between the dynamic duo and it has an arrow pointing to her is she the cause so the same kind of shtick that they they do uh,
0: did in the 66 with uh, Marshall Queen of Diamonds where she would kiss someone and they would start bickering back and forth and of course in in the um, in uh, the Batman Batman Robin they do the same kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, with Uma where she they kind of turn Batman and Robin against each other so <laughs> uh,
1: the character was Created by Robert Kneider and Sheldon Moldoff, who's, uh, which is a name we've heard a bunch of times mm-hmm. here. In her first appearance in this comic right here, she is her real name's not Pamela Isley, actually. Poison Ivy's name back then was none other than Lillian Rose. Really? Yeah, it wasn't until 1988 when uh, Neil Gaiman from Sandman fame d- decided to kind of retool her origin. And he made her name what we know today as Pamela Isley. But Pamela Isley's middle name, uh, we later found out, is actually is, they added Lillian as her middle name later on. So
0: I see.
1: Uh, IGN named her the 64th uh, top villain of all time in their top 100 list. And a comic, uh, buyer, comic buyer's guide said she was the 21st hottest woman in comics. I'm interested to see who's number
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> What's the rest I, of that I, list? I have I'd no like idea.
1: Know. <laughs> but. Yeah, but in my opinion, she should be top five. The character—I don't know if you can tell—but she was originally modeled after Betty Page. Okay, I think mainly because the hair—you can yeah. see it kind of in the hair. Um, and uh, when you read
0: '66 articles, they always say that Anne Margaret would have been the perfect. <laughs> that's oh uh, yeah, I, that's what they always I bring say, that up because.
1: Yeah. Online, there's so many uh, artists' renditions. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think margarets a, a solid, solid I think it would have been though. for
0: the time. It would have been quite a name to get.
1: And there's this uh, really good quote I wanted to read uh, about Poison Ivy from uh, J.T. Cruel, who kind of helped define Poison Ivy's personality. He summed her up with this. The thing I love most about Poison Ivy is her walking that line between bastion of Mother Nature and psycho-eco-terrorist. She sees herself as the hand of Mother Nature. If Mother Nature were God, then Ivy would be her Jesus. She defends the defenseless nature of the world and truly believes in her cause. Maiming, mauling, and mutilating are extreme measures, but it's nothing compared to what irredeemable, irredeemable cruelties humanity's done to the world of nature. Ivy always sees the greater good as she punishes those who mm-hmm. deserve it. So that's pretty I think spot that's on. The perfect quote to explain mm-hmm. Poison Ivy. I am Mother Nature. Yeah, it's all there. It's all baked in. Uh, on the Batman the Animated Series, Poison Ivy was not create was not her design was not created by Bruce Timm, which is a fun fact. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first iteration. Her design was created by Lynn Naylor. Lynn made her overt sex- sexiness based on women created by Will Eisner, who was kind of the original, like, big-time comic book mm-hmm. artist. He did the Spirit. And uh, also another influence that she had was Al Cap, who did Lil Abner. Ah, yes. I can definitely see Lil Abner in there. Now, Poison Ivy, as we said, she did not show up on Batman 66, but she did show up in a Batman movie, Uh, the much revered Batman and Robin Poison Ivy was there played by none other than Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction fame. Mm -hmm. What did you think of Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy in Batman and the Robin? Uh, I'm, I'm biased
0: because uh, I am an Uma fan and I love everything Uma does. And uh, to me, she's the best part of the movie because she understands that she's playing the camp in a wonderful way. Uh, I love her line readings. Um, She's, for me, she gets it, yeah. and uh, you got some people in there, I don't think, who quite get it uh, with the camp that Jum- that Schumacher was going for. Even if you don't agree with that, uh, she really seemed to get it.
1: If there was a Batman movie made a couple of years from now that's, you know, like a sequel to the upcoming The Batman or whatever, and they wanted to cast a Poison Ivy. Who would you cast as Poison you Ivy? You always
0: do this. I You know. do this, and I, I, I can't just pull some out of my brain. It's very hard for me. Um, I've got one. That's perfect. Uh, Could you say it? Cause it, would make it... Oh, wait no, 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 no. You're going to take it, aren't you? I got, no. You're not going to say who I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I don't think you're going to say. Let's say it. Um, I was going to say... uh. A, bo- bo- a Borat's wife. Oh, okay. What's her name? Uh, uh, She's a fiery redhead. Is she, Isley Fisher? Oh, uh, his wife. Uh, yeah, oh, his yeah. wife. I was talking
1: about like Borat, the girl that played Borat's right, wife and Borat too. Uh, oh, the da- daughter. Well, that's his daughter. She's yeah. great. She's yeah, great. She great. But right but away, I
0: think of a fiery redhead. Yeah, I yeah. think of Isla Fisher. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She might be too. Yeah, she might. Yeah, she might be. But I, I just the first person I thought of. But who do you have? Because it might jog some
1: things for me. Emma Stone.
0: Well, It just seems like that's the, that's what you say though. Uh, but I, um, you have to see Cruella. You have to see I, Cruella. I, I, I'm sure she's great. It's I, so good. I'm sure she's great. I think she might be too. Uh, she might have oh. too
1: much personality. I don't know. I feel like, but I feel like you might need personality for her. She because does.
0: the way Schumacher did it, she needs personality. But in the the way the show plays it, you know, uh, Poison Ivy is very cold and like yeah. calculating. Um, and I think you need someone a little less that has less like. Less comic, less, uh, less of a charisma? comic, less comic presence yeah. and more just steely cold. Uh, uh, um, I, just, I feel like her voice would be perfect. She obviously rocks it as a redhead. I'm sure she'd be great, but I just, I, I, I think there's
1: a, there's another choice out there. I just
0: can't think of it right now, but.
1: The actress portraying Poison Ivy in Batman the Animated her- anime Series is the same voice that you heard start out this podcast. None other than Diane Pershing. Uh, she's mainly known for playing Poison Ivy, honestly, because mm-hmm. uh, she played Poison Ivy in Batman the anime series, uh, New Adventures of Batman, the, the show Gotham Girls, which I did not know existed. Apparently, mm-hmm. that was a popular thing. And, and she played the character in multiple Batman video games as well. Now, Diane Pershing actually has a very strong opinion about Batman and Robin the movie. Mm-hmm. She absolutely Hates the movie. Oh, really? But she thinks Uma Thurman looks amazing. She so does. I, yeah. I can agree with all those statements mm-hmm. there. Uh, would you like to go ahead and begin the synopsis for Pretty Poison?
0: I would. I also want to point out that earlier, I did. I said Morticia's name and couldn't think of the actress. as Carolyn Jones. Carolyn Jones. I, I sat there for yes. a few minutes like Jimmy... Why can't you think of Carolyn Jones's name? And I'm sorry, half the things Brandon just said, I don't know what they were because I was starting <laughs> to think of, of Carolyn Jones's name. That's Carolyn Jones, who was Morticia and was in the Batman uh, '66, played Marshall and Diamond. So yes, let's go ahead and um, sorry, as I bend down here and grab my synopsis. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So, Pretty Poison, as you said, directed by Boyd Kirkland, who directed I think has directed the last few episodes we've talked about. It. He's done, He's done a bunch. He's done a bunch. And uh, some people wrote it, so anyway. <laughs>
1: Denny and Reeves.
0: Yes, yeah, right. Uh, so, we start in a sepia tone of flashback to five years earlier to an overall shittier, far less safe Gotham as Harvey Dent, voiced again by Bull from Night Court, uh, <laughs> breaks ground on a new prison funded by the Wayne Foundation. Suddenly, it's five years later in a better, safer Gotham, my ass. Mission accomplished. As some characters from a Spider-Man cartoon tried to pull off an escape from the now fully built prison, but are stopped by Batman. Seriously, those are some weird character designs for this show. Did you notice this? Yeah, yeah. One has a very a Doc Ock sort of way about him. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. They just don't seem like actually a lot of designs in the animation in this episode, particularly, strike me as different than what we've seen
1: previously. Oh, okay. Um, it's probably a different studio. In the first season, is there are so many episodes mm-hmm. they were. Shopping them out to all kinds of different studios in uh, Asia, I know. like Things like Korea
0: and Japan. Some very swimmy animation and sometimes more cartoony than um, than we've seen previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. Uh, let, me, let me see where I left off here. So at the same time as that, Harvey Dent and his girlfriend, Pamela Isley, a voice was who said by Diana Pershing, uh, are waiting for Bruce Wayne inside a fancy schmancy cafe. Uh, Pamela poses coquettishly with a rose, which is also the name of the cafe, oddly enough. And also earlier, there was a brief scene that I didn't mention where we see a mysterious person who apparently has some vendetta against Harvey. De- She's Poison Ivy, okay? This lady, <laughs> Pamela, is Poison Ivy. So let's get that right out of the way, she, right up front, okay, Brandon? She doesn't even wear a mask. So no, it's, okay. it's, it's Poison Ivy, <laughs> and you know it, okay? Yes. So Bruce, <laughs> so Bruce shows up, and everything is hunky-dory, and so Pamela has to leave. But not before giving Harvey a long, awkward smoocheroo, and strutting out the door like she's in a Tex Avery cartoon. So,
1: so fun! Uh, fun story about her walk out there. So when she walks out of the restaurant, the animators at Sunrise Studios, which is over in in uh, Asia, they re- refused to draw her butt as uh, seductive as the producers wanted. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I guess it might have been like a m- moral thing or something. You know what? I noticed that. But, well, the uh, the uh, storyboard artist, who's a guy named uh, Chen Yi Chang, decided to go ahead and oh, fix see. the art, art and oh, made see. her more her derriere more ample okay. for the viewers. And he sent it back to Asia for them to kind of finish up. So they're okay with having it in there, but they refused to actually animate her butt like that. I see. Just that one particular scene? That's the only one that I I found anything about.
0: So in the next few moments, Harvey goes from I'm going to marry that girl to full-on coma. Dodged a bullet there, my friend. He
1: passes out in his food, and it's it's funny because Bruce thinks it's a joke.
0: Yeah, he's just like, why would why would his friend just fall forward into a giant moose And like he's like,
1: come on, Harvey
0: like you should know right away that something's wrong.
1: Yeah, he's Batman. He's the world's greatest detective yeah. and he's like, man, Harvey's really committing to this bit.
0: A little slow in <laughs> the uptake there. So Harvey has been poisoned and the doctors say we need an antidote, Batman says to what? And the doctor says, the poison. You just drank, Dr. Jones. Ah. So Batman steals a slide with poison on it, while the commish, along with Montoya and Bullock, stay in guard Dent and also harass the wait staff at the Cafe Rosa. And I keep making notes to remind myself to mention this, but a friend of mine has a cat named Commissioner Gordon. I'm glad I finally got to bring that up. It's really been eating away at me. Anything? Okay, I'm
1: good. <laughs> uh, so unfortunately,
0: unfortunately, the slide is a dead end. But Pamela shows up to the hospital to remind Bruce of that old adage. It's driving me out of my mind. That's why it's hard for me to find. Can't get it out of my head. Miss her, kiss her, love her. That girl is poison. But dum dum Even Batman can't trust a big butt in a smile. True that. So, bat shows up at Pamela's lair and comes face to face with a man-eating plant. But unfortunately, I just did bell Bib de and can't follow that up with Little
1: Shop. Well, I get—I have some uh, information about the the Phoenix flytrap. Oh, let's hear that. Oh, for one, did you notice the shape of it? Yes, I did. Yes. So the the, the shape is kind of uh, vaginal in yes. nature. The reason it's shaped like that was because the original. Uh, the original design looked too close to, uh, Audrey too. Oh. So Bruce Tim wanted to change it up. And when he changed it up, he didn't really realize that it looked like a vagina until a bunch of people pointed it out to him. Now I see. But, uh, Bruce Tim was just like, Hey, you know what? It's a very good visual metaphor for what she is. A man killer. That's an actual quote from Bruce Tim. So yeah, it kind of works in a way. And uh,
0: Poison Ivy has a uh, plant friend in the uh, the Harvey, Harley and Ivy show.
1: Yes, yes. She has a po-
0: J- voice by J.B. Smooth, actually. J.B.
1: Smooth, yeah. 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 For, um, in case you're wondering, uh, in the Har- Harley Quinn TV show, Poison Ivy is portrayed by the lovely Lake Bell, who does a great job, in my opinion, on She's the great. show. She's
0: great. Everyone in the show is great.
1: Oh, by, by the way, what do you think of the uh, coupling of uh, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn? That's actually been a thing in the comics for about five or six years now.
0: Well, it's kind of perfect, um, because they those two characters need a character like the other character yeah. to balance them out. Like, Harley needs that sort of cold, steely character, um, and Ivy needs... Like, Ivy in, the, in these shows, she's great in this, but... She's kind of one, I'm one note evil lady. Yeah. yeah. Until they team her up with Harley and then it pops. Like it comes to life. Yeah, those two characters pop. I mean- One of my
1: favorite episodes. Harley
0: always pops, but like- even better when she has someone to kind of bounce off of, and she bounces off with Joker just fine. But like the two girls is yeah. just unstoppable, man. I'm sure there's a Thelma Louise kind of thing that they're working toward with that. Yeah, so that was yeah. where that came from. I think that
1: that's where they're going with in the show. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it's just uh, those two characters are just dynamite. I mean, I can see why they, and you know, doing doing the the relationship thing that they do with it. I get mm-hmm. I get that too. I mean, that that works for where we are in the world. So.
1: Yeah, they started dating about five or six years ago in the comics. Uh, they haven't been dating the past couple of years, because I think two years ago, Poison Ivy was... She was essentially... She was killed off. Mm-hmm. But she came back almost immediately, because, you know, she's a plant. She The plants can rise again. But she's I believe, kind of doesn't have memories right now, so they're not together. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been kind of MIA for the past couple of years, but... Word is either in late uh, 2021 or sometime in 2022, she's supposed to come back for a big Batman event. I see. So c- carry on with your synopsis, sir.
0: As Isley makes her grand reveal as Poison Ivy, owning up to the poisoning of Dent and explaining that the rose she saved from the prison demolition demolition is the same one needed for the antidote. A nice irony that I always fail to notice, probably because bright green leotard. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ivy gives Batman a kiss and then teases him with the antidote. Batman frees himself from the plant and a fire ensues. Here, Ivy also uses her wrist crossbow, which I've always been a fan of. I can't get enough of the wrist crossbow,
1: which is very hard to say, actually. Wrist crossbow. Do you, do you know if that's a, a weapon in real life? Because I've only seen it in, like, comic books and cartoons. I don't know, but I like saying
0: wrist crossbow. Wrist Prosper. For some reason, when I was writing this, I could never say it, and now that I'm on mic, I'm saying it correctly. So, me, it's I can say it right now. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> I know. So let's let's just move on. Uh, so Batman is hanging over a pit of spiked plants and reveals to Ivy that he's going to take the rose down with him. Ivy freaks and gives him the antidote, and the two escape the raging fire. Harvey, now cured, comes out of the coma, and Bruce is all like, so how serious were you, Harvey, about that whole marriage thing?
1: Oh, I like how to kind of make a joke out of something very, very serious. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not... And Harvey's like, what? What? I what? mean, he, he just met her like a week ago. Yeah, that escalated really quickly, but I, I mean. I mean, I get it. I mean, guess, yeah, yeah, look at know. her.
0: Meanwhile, in the same prison that led her down this villainous path, Ivy sits with her rose, vowing that they can bury us deep, but we always grow back.
1: And that is Pretty Poison. Pretty Poison. A very, very good episode. It's classic. The introduction of Poison Ivy. Don't think it could have gone much better than it did personally. But tell me, the middle was good. The ending was good. But how did Batman begin?
0: Uh, here's my thoughts on the title card. I think this title card is a little muddled.
1: I don't like it.
0: <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say I don't like it, but it feels like it's a picture taken from something else and kind of blown up. I don't know. It just doesn't, it feels like not thought out. Like I understand like, the point of it, but there's something wrong
1: with it. What's wrong with it? I just don't know what's wrong with there. it. there. It's yeah. just
0: kind of, at first, I
1: just felt like it was phoned in. That I think was the my font, the it.
0: font, uh, the title also kind of blocks the rose, I think, yeah. maybe. Oh, I didn't even see um, the rose. <laughs> there is the rose there, um, but I just think it's blocking it. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel well thought out no. as the other uh, title cards have
1: been. And once again, um, I know there's like 60 episodes in season one, so maybe they were, it was just a day they wanted to get done with the work. But yeah, be. it was, it was very lazy, I thought. A little shoddy. Little shoddy, little shoddy. But now, holy speech bubble, Batman. Jimmy, what is your favorite quote? From episode nine of Batman the Animated Series, entitled "Pretty Poison."
0: Well, it's we just kind of talked about it. It's uh, oh, we might have actually have the same yeah, one. This time. Ba- Batman, Batman. It's Batman or Bruce's sort of nonchalant way of just like, well, um, I'll just. Uh, I think Harvey's engagement is off. It's oh, just, oh <laughs> that, that's,
1: a, that's actually a great one. I didn't put that yeah, one. Yeah, that,
0: that's family. mine. That's mine. I, I like all that sort of like <laughs> it's over. For him. You know, I like that kind
1: of stuff. That's my favorite line. Of that's the your best friend, Bruce. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna be crushed. But my, uh, my favorite quote was actually the very end when Poison Ivy's talking to the Rose. Mm-hmm. I think you already said it, but yeah. I'll do it one more time. Mm-hmm. They can bury me in the ground as deep as they like, but I'll grow back. We always grow back, don't we, baby? Yeah, and then they, right. they
0: linger on the face and cut to black. It's great. Yes, it's great yes.
1: Ending. I love, love, love that ending. Also, the, another thing, it's not really a quote that I loved about the episode, but I want to say I love Batman repeatedly asking Alfred about the food at the restaurant because he kept oh was he how he did, <laughs> yeah. I did that with, with Alfred yeah I, I loved it he was like well is the food good oh it's exquisite sir and then a little bit later Alfred's like giving him like food tips and what to right. order and she's like <laughs> "Oh, that's really nice and kind of it's kind of realistic in a mm. way I like that but wait till they get a load of me Jimmy when freak terrorizes Will they get a load? Wait till they get a load of me. Jimmy, who is your favorite character in Pretty Poison? I think we're both gonna say it we're, at the same both, time. We're, we're both five, say it. In five, four, three, two, one. Poison, Poison, Ivy. Ivy. Poison Ivy. Yes. Yes. Come on. I mean, the amazing design. She's devilishly evil. She's delusional, even though her in her head she means well. Yeah. Uh it's she's just she's great. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's not a whole lot I can say about it. It's just it's a wonderful design. Um, uh, the way she uh, uses uh, Dent, um, uh, showing up at the hospital, and you know, finessing Bruce. You know, it's just everything. You know, it's just a perfect introduction to that version of Poison Ivy, which again is the version I first saw. So to me, me too, that no. that is
1: that is Poison Ivy. So, so we both agree that Poison Ivy is our favorite character of the episode. But who is our least favorite character of the episode? Who are we going to give the Condiment King Award to?
0: Well, I hate to keep going back to our old friend um, because okay. I do I do like Bullock. Um, but there's just too much cop donut humor here for me. I don't oh, like, cop I do um, like cop donut humor. Why do you not like cop I just humor? don't like it. Just I don't like I also don't like cop oink oink humor, I just oh. find it easy to go to. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't find anyone else that I just, just, and I like Bullock, It's just I'm just like, I don't like the shtick. Any idea where the whole cops loving donuts thing came from? I don't know, I guess it's it feels like we're in New York. Like very like, uh, you know, but we I have f- to get up early. I feel like that would it'd be like bagels or something in New York. Maybe, but uh, we're going back far before bag- – I mean, I guess bagels were always a thing, but I feel like bagels are like something that came out in the past <laughs> 10 years. But I know they've been around forever, Uh bagel with a schmear. But like a donut was always – cop donut humor goes back to – it's almost like, you know, when like a – I don't know what the turn is. I'll say a, you know when a wino is standing on. Can I say wino? Oh, wino's is not okay. canceled yet. Is that not canceled? We know when a wino like sees something weird right after he takes a drink from yeah. the, from the bottle wrapped in in, in a little in a little, like in a the, little bag the and then brown bag. Too. And then he sees it and he's like pours it out. It's that kind of humor that just seems
1: sticky. Yeah. That's like cop donut humor. It's not a fan of it. So I'm gonna say Bullock. Okay. Okay. I uh, I picked another one of Gotham's finest. I picked Rene Montoya. T- for just I mean, she finally has lines and you don't do anything with her. This we is we need true. more Renee Montoya. You keep this is the second episode in a row, you kind of like tease us with Montoya. With that wonderful design. She's got oh, that yeah. great face, the great cheekbones.
0: I just wanna see that character like, you know, kick
1: some ass and have and say something. Yeah. But you know and, and once again this this is the first and essentially the first appearance of Renee Montoya in any media mm-hmm. It's just her time will come. Her time will come on around episode uh, like twelve or thirteen, we have a really good name on Toya episode coming up, but this is just this episode was yet an, another tease, so I had to put her mm-hmm. as the Condiment King winner. Also because there's not a lot of characters in this particular no. episode. It's very, very simple. It's a very light story, but it works. Um but you really only have like Batman, Poison Ivy, Alfred and Harvey to choose from and all of them are great, right, Josie? <laughs> There's
0: my cat again. She got confused of where she was. Hey, Josie, you all right? She's Thank deaf, you. can't hear me, so what am I doing? <laughs> I think we're fine. I think she's recovered. She, I, I think she sees our faces.
1: And she's so one thing okay. I
0: will point out here, we're talking about characters. I like that they're occasionally, particularly in Almost Got Them, are references back to this episode as far oh, yeah. as Dent dating oh. Pamela Isley. Like they, we, they, we used to date. Like they, I would love that. Mm-hmm. I would love that kind of stuff.
1: It might be the only time they do it, but like... It, it's kind of interesting with batman the animated series there's it's kind of episodic in a way mm-hmm. where you can watch them out of order for the most part and there's not really much of continuity unless it's like a two part episode or something mm-hmm. but they always w- the one character that always seems to have a like firm continuity in this co- in this cartoon is Harvey dent because mm-hmm. you, you see him debut early on now we're seeing the friendship of him and Bruce. Yes, and it makes the uh, transformation to Two Face all the more tragic. A lot of happens. groundwork is laid. It's actually pretty I, impressive when you really think nice. about it. Yeah, I, I love Harvey Dent. I can't wait to do a deep dive on him when we do the uh, two-part mm-hmm. Two Face episode, which I think's around episode like fourteen and fifteen, maybe or or somewhere around them. And so. he meets a lady in that one, so he bounced back after Pamela. So I feel good yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's more fish in the sea. No matter how small that pond seem sometimes. Yes. yes. So, let's get nuts, Jimmy. Yeah, this- <laughs> now, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Jimmy, what is your favorite moment from
0: Pretty Poison? Uh, I'm jumping right into the third act and we've got wrist Crossbow, uh, we've got a man-eating plant. We've got the whole back and forth there. Uh, every every bit of the confrontation of uh, Ivy and the episode kind of builds to that um, is my favorite part of of the episode. Um, I just like all that stuff. I like fantastic. Ivy versus Batman. Oh yeah, that's fantastic
1: stuff. Um, an honorable mention for me would be the friendship between Bruce and Harvey. I I wish we got more episodes of this before yeah, Two Face before it happened happened because I really like them in the scenes together. Mm-hmm. It's just nice to see Bruce kind of have, you know, a human side to him occasionally. Um, but my absolute favorite part is the end where Batman is like, okay, you can either kill me or and kill the plant or you can give me the antidote. Yeah. And the fact that you, you had that kind of conflict of interest going on for Poison Ivy and you also show that she cares more about the plant life than getting the revenge shows you how much she actually does care mm-hmm. for you know the environment the mm-hmm. um i just thought that was a really uh, poignant scene i thought it was really really smart now that was our favorite moment but what was your martha moment of the episode martha why did you say that name oh, stop please stop why did you say that name
0: it's his mother's name <laughs> Hard trouble coming up with something that uh, really uh, bothered me. I just got to say, uh, a sepia tone flashback. I mean, it's only been five years, uh, so I'm going to say fail on that. Um, Good choice. I don't know if they do that often. I know we do. Sometimes we go back, but I was like, "What is this like?" For, for some reason, I mean, reason,
1: we did we did it for. Uh, it's never too late with the boy in the train, but that was like. That was years. that was haunting the way they yeah. did it.
0: But this is also for some reason every time it starts, I, I get confused by that. And like I think like when we see Ivy there, I think she's a child. I don't know why. I, I don't think it's her. Yeah. And it's just five years earlier, and I'm confused. I'm like, well, there's. Uh, there's Dent and there's uh, Bruce. Yeah,
1: five years earlier she would have been twenty-three because they actually show her like license or something. Yes, like they that. do. They and do. she's twenty-eight. But the, the design effect.
0: the way they shoot the design, and think so is this when she was a little girl? Oh, no, it's just weird. Yeah. Uh, so I I'm gonna say the CP tone flashback because I just that, that I works. just found it was weird. It's a weird thing to do.
1: my uh my Martha moment is Harvey and Pamela making out and Bruce just kind of <laughs> fawning in the background. <laughs> yeah. Like some weirdo, and then he's like, he's like watching and enjoying, and then he's covering his mm. eyes because he shouldn't see it. And then he's watching again and mm. like looking at his watch, and then after it's all said and done, he's like, "Hey, does she have a sister?" Thirsty Bruce is just weird for it me. We talked it's, about this before. Yes, it, get, it does get kind of strange. Uh, like I think I think they're going for the whole okay, Bruce Wayne's supposed to be a playboy type, yeah, but it, it's just not working for me. Like it's 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 just really weird. Now, every episode of Batman the Animated Series, we have a uh, distinct and original rating system for each episode of how we thought the episode was. It's always out of five, five being it's the most amazing episode ever, and one being, oh, not good. So, what will our rating system be today, Jimmy? Today, we are going with man-eating plants with kickable teeth. Ooh. Man-eating plants with kickable teeth. That is correct. I am going to give it four man-eating plants with kickable teeth out of five. Ah, uh, man-eating plants with, with kickable teeth. Okay, so four out of five. I love the episode. Um, it is very simple. I think that's kind of why we didn't quite get the five or I whatever. Think, I think that's. But yeah. it's uh It hits all the all the points for me. It's a great introduction for poison ivy. And I absolutely love the ending. So, yeah, four out of five for me.
0: So, I'm almost there. I went with three and a half man eating plants with kickable teeth out of five. Um, And I don't know why I went a half step lower than yours. I think because it's just, it is a very simple episode. Yeah, yeah. And uh, symbols symbol's good, don't get me wrong. and 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 it does build to that just the two characters, Ivy versus Batman, which is the real that's the what the real show is. Um, but I guess it's just the simplicity of the setup. yeah. um and it's like at this point, we know that the female did the poisoning. Mm-hmm. We've all seen Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. so we know we know what happens. And it just feels like they're and, just like, what? Was it the chef? Was it the, it's like, no, it was the,
1: it was the woman at the table. Of course it was
0: like, so that feels a little silly to me as a grown up. It's like, obviously, obviously it was her, you know?
1: I like that you bring up the poisoning from Game of Thrones, which involved Joffrey, who is the kid in Batman Begins. Ah, uh, yes. There you go. All there connected. you go.
0: It is all connected. All connected.
1: But yeah, I, it was, it's a good episode. It's very simple. Um, And I look forward to more Poison Ivy episodes. I don't, remember how many she has, but does not I think, many. She has, I think she has more than say uh she definitely has more than Mr. Freeze and Clayface. She
0: makes a lot of like non speaking mm-hmm cameos like no yeah, oh,
1: that that's a, yeah yeah
0: there's a harley that wonderful harley episode uh where she's just at the end it's the one where harley kisses uh batman mm-hmm. at the end and she's just she's just watching with a plant in arkham and mm-hmm. uh, so like, they like to cut to her just when they need she like,
1: can she can arkham a lot yeah she's an
0: arkham a lot they, when they want to show a, i understand you'd want to show her there uh they want to cut to that design just kind of watching and mm. you know just kind of shaking her head uh so they they do that a lot so we see her a lot more just not an episode about her but just an episode she's in mm-hmm. and of course I almost got him but
1: yeah. Oh, do you have a favorite, like, Poison Ivy episode? Uh, like, I love Almost Got Him, but I. Feels I mean, like, it's probably. Doesn't feel like a It's probably idea. the set.
0: What is it? Just Harley and Ivy is the I think is I girl, think Girl's
1: Trip would probably. Be the Girl's favorite. Night Out. Is that yeah.
0: what it is? Is that one? That's probably the one that I that's would say right away. Because it just sets up those two characters. And, and the whole Joker, just like his life being turned upside down by Harley leaving. And like, what? And and, and I think that's the one we first see him in his underwear. Yeah. Uh, I, I That's probably my favorite um, uh, Poison Ivy episode. But I love Almost Got Him, too. Just, you know.
1: Now, would is Poison Ivy your top Batman the M.A. series crush, or does Harley have that prestige for you? How deep do you want me to go on go this? Go deep. Go <laughs> deep. I feel like it's changed over
0: the years. I think I'm going to get personal with this question, so I can't answer it. Uh, it's become weird. Like, uh, yeah, there...
1: We know somebody with pointed out we tattoo on her leg.
0: <laughs> we do, at we she has har, she has Harley and Harley and yeah, yeah, isn't that strange?
1: Um, it, it was weird because we used to go to conventions with this person, yeah. and nerds would come up and and like, take pictures with her, pictures. her legs. Pictures. Yeah, some without asking permission, which you yeah. should never do, guys. You, you should
0: not just come up to some lady it's and weird. be like, "Can I bend down to your thigh and take a
1: picture?" Yeah, not yeah. something you should do. Yeah, that was that was that was odd. <sighs>
0: Yeah, so my cr- crush on the show, um, I, um, I Ivy doesn't. I don't connect to Ivy as I, much as I did probably when I was young and full of vengeance, as I've always said. Yes. Um, and I don't find Harley to be a sexualized character um, because I I feel pity for her. Yeah. Um, so and well, Catwoman. Catwoman has spunk and um, self esteem, and I like. Uh, she's probably the most well-adjusted yep. of those. Am I leaving? It's, Who's else? Am, who else are we including? Um,
1: in this? I mean, those are kind of the main three. Those are the main three. Well, bad. Yeah. Batgirl. Batgirl. Um, yeah, but it, no, it's not. She always girl. seems like a kid. Sister yeah, she's like a kid sister.
0: Um, so I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I think I have to say Harley just because I love the, the Harley character. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't even call that a crush. I would just say I would like to hang out with Harley. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: but I would I wouldn't quite quite call it a, a crush. Yeah. It's my, just like I would relate. Uh, to Harley. And I have Joker tendencies, so I think that we, would, <laughs> we probably would get along. So that's what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ivy's probably my biggest crush. If we're talking comic books, Catwoman, for sure. But yes. yeah, cartoon, Poison and Ivy doesn't get, doesn't get any more hotter than Poison and Ivy, in my opinion. So that's another episode of Batman the Animated Series in the can. Next time that we join up for another episode of Almost Got Him, we're going to introduce the... Fear-inducing scarecrow. Oh my gosh! And as we hit episode ten of Batman the Animated Series, I can't wait for that. And that is uh, Doctor Crane, correct? Yes, yes. Jonathan Crane. Jonathan, Doctor Jonathan Crane.
0: Recently seen in a Scooby-Doo movie. Did
1: you see oh, the Scooby-Doo movie? I did not, that, yes. I did not know that.
0: Yeah, the Scooby-Doo. There's a Scooby-Doo Halloween movie, and the scarecrow is the bad guy. That's that's wild. Yeah. Maybe
1: we'll eventually get to that. We'll in 10 there. years from now, we'll, we'll watch there. that Scooby-Doo <laughs>
0: movie with, with the with the Scarecrow in it.
1: I feel like we have to watch Gotham Girls now, too, by the way.
0: Oh, we'll add that onto the pile of crap we have to get to.
1: Yes, yes. We'll get
0: there. We'll get there, we'll ladies get there. and
1: gentlemen. But next time, we're going to get Scarecrow. Until then, like, subscribe to our podcast wherever podcasts are you can find them. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're on YouTube. Uh, we're soon gonna have a Facebook page up. We might have one up by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for supporting us, and thank you for good feedback. Uh, please give us five stars if you get a chance to rate us. And Jimmy, you have anything for us before we go into that dark night? Well, if you're looking for a sign,
0: how about slippery when wet? I love you, Uma. I love you. Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him,
1: a Batman the Animated Series podcast.